morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another fine, fantastic, fiery Friday. It's fabulous, friends. Torch Report 316 is going to be a free-for-all hellscape. That's what the liberals are calling free speech these days. Not sure if you're familiar with the term free-for-all hellscape, but there was a sitting U.S. senator, a liberal progressive out of Orange County, California, that openly spoke. She actually put it on a little whiteboard. Free for all hellscape. Free speech is a free for all hellscape. Friends, take a look uh, right there. Top of the report today. Friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know that you have to go to thetorchreport.com, thetorchreport.com to get all the goodies. You got to see this lady's face, her smug hypocrisy as she holds up this cutesy little sign about how, you know, Free speech is a free-for-all hellscape. It's it's baffling. Now, the lady that's holding this sign is Miss Katie Porter. She is a congressional representative, again, from OC, California. She has three kids and no husband. Not that that matters. I just want to, I thought that might help explain why she busted out that cute little whiteboard and, you know, it was inclined to scrawl out such a ridiculous statement in the midst of a congressional hearing on how the deep state, uh, i.e. the intelligent apparatus and the, you know, the big, uh, big tech, Twitter, etc., they've been colluding to censor free speech of Americans and direct the outcome of our elections. Kind of serious stuff. Definitely breaking some laws. Definitely a violation of constitutional rights. But more gross than that, it is a violation of <laughs> basic human rights, of intellectual honesty, of common decency, of any amount of integrity. It's just, it's just stupid, friends. The fact that progressives are so aggressively trying to censor free speech. It's mind-boggling. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Unless, of course, you realize that they are not thinking for themselves. And, of course, I know the, the astute intellectuals in the listening audience here today, you know that these morons, these useful idiots, these tools, have simply been assimilated into the collective hive mind. And the collective seeks to centralize control and power at all costs. And ultimately, they, the collective, the Democrats, the progressives, the liberals, you know, the commies who are taking over the world, the rest of the collective cult, all of them together, they have to silence dissent in order to pursue their fantasies. We've seen it all, be friend, all before, friends. It's nothing new. This is communism, pure and simple, tried and true, and it's coming for you. So hopefully you already know that. I trust that you do if you've been listening uh, for a while. No doubt you've heard it before. But don't forget to tell your friends. The commies are taking over the world, okay? <laughs> and I mean that seriously. If anybody has any questions about that, you send them to me. Have them shoot me an email, luke at thetorchreport.com. Now it is Friday, friends, so let's have some fun. We're going to have some fun poking at some unfortunate circumstances. Completely off script, completely un-PC, completely counter-narrative. I'm not supposed to say what I'm about to say, but get this. It turns out that Senator John the Con Fetterman, that's a Democrat senator from Pennsylvania, who mooched off his parents and lived with, you know, he lived with his mom and dad till he's 50 years old, uh, who even before he had a campaign, campaign trail, that John 
John the Con Fetterman. I was a big deal. He had a stroke on the campaign. They weren't sure if the Democrats are going to be able to hold the seat and all that. Okay, but even before he had a stroke, he could barely thread together a coherent sentence. He's on par with Joe the Sock Puppet Biden when it comes to uh, cogents. Okay, this guy, who is you know, he's been. I don't know if you know this or not, but for the last couple of weeks, he's been doped up and hospitalized with clinical depression. Okay, that guy, he just sponsored just this week. (laughs) I kid you not, you know, mooched off his parents till he was 50 years old, had a stroke on the campaign trail, could barely thread together a sentence even before that. Now he's hospitalized with clinical depression. Depression, that guy, he's just sponsored some very exciting new legislation. It's rail safety legislation. Yippee! Rail safety legislation. Yippee! You know, now, of course, rail safety legislation. Yippee! That that, that has... That has the liberals all hot and lathered about, you know, uh, you know, rail safety legislation. Yippee! You know, but given the the epic disaster in New Palestine, New Palestine actually happens to be uh, in Ohio. Since they couldn't save Palestine over in in uh, Israel, now they're going to have Pal- <laughs> Palestine in Ohio. Anyway, anyway, uh, some doctors, friends, are a little concerned that Fetterman might not be thinking clearly given the fact that he is currently hospitalized and quote receiving intensive treatment for severe depression end quote at this moment so they really want to deal with this epic disaster in new palestine the worst environmental disaster in american history kind of a thing in recent history at least uh they want to get excited about this rail safety legislation yippee but they're not sure Fetterman's in his right mind, given that he's receiving intensive treatment for severe depression. Now, generally speaking, one might assume that means you're unable to function and do your job. If you're receiving intensive treatment for severe depression in a hospital somewhere, you might not be uh, you know, quite on par. However, as a Democrat, and this is the beauty of being a Democrat, friends, John the Confederman only needs to prove that he still has a pulse to be politically effective. They will prop him up just like the sock puppet and, you know, help him scrawl his name uh, on whatever legislation they need. Rail safety legislation. Yippee! Still, (laughs) I find it funny. Then an ape like John the Confederman. Look at this guy. He looks like an ape. Okay, he's a he's a freaking moron. I just, I really don't like John the Con Fetterman, and I haven't. And that was before I found out he was mooching off his parents till he was 50, before he had a stroke on the campaign, before he was hospitalized for severe depression. Okay. And I, you know, mental health's a deal, depression's a deal. I've been there, as a matter of fact. So I'm not mocking the guy for that. But the guy is, in fact, a moron. And he's a Democrat senator to boot. And he's sponsoring legislation while he's hospitalized for depression. Okay. Now, especially given his current condition, having Fetterman sponsor legislation to clean up the mess that was created by gay Mayor Pete. Okay, that's gay Mayor Pete Buttigieg. You know, he has been an utter failure. Gay Mayor Pete's, you know, ineptitude as the transportation secretary has been stellar. You know, nobody has been more of a miserable failure than gay Mayor Pete. And that's what he likes to be called. He's gay Mayor Pete. 
okay? He has been relentlessly mocked for failing in every conceivable way. He even failed the Woody Allen test, according to TheHill.com. That's liberal media calling out Gay Mayor Pete for being an utter failure. Hey, he's proven repeatedly to be wholly unqualified to hold his position or any position in the federal government. That guy, that guy is still being touted as the future of the Democrat Party. He maybe even is going to run for president. Friends, I'm sharing this with you because it should be laughable that a <laughs> yeah, that a sitting U.S. senator, I should say hospitalized U.S. senator, is plashing legislation to cover the ass of a complete failure of another Democrat who's they're going to prop up for president. I don't even know where to where to begin, friends. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'm just being mean. I owe the world an apology. You know, by by exercising my free speech, I'm probably creating that very free for all hellscape that the esteemed single mother of three liberal progressive hack was trying to warn Americans about. So, you know, that pesky First Amendment, it's just way too antiquated. It's no good. You know, nobody should be allowed to just say whatever they want because that's mean and and that's dangerous and, and, and that's a threat to democracy. You know, I should probably be censored, friends. I should probably be censored. And as a matter of fact, uh, according to recent revelations, from some of these congressional hearings on the Twitter files, I, I learned that probably I already have been censored, as have the vast majority of commu- uh, conservative commentators, anybody that's speaking counter narrative. Turns out the deep state and big tech have been colluding and shadow banning people for years, as if we didn't know that, but it's coming to light in these congressional hearings. And they call it visibility filtering. And it allows all these liberal smoke snowflake arbiters of truth to stealthily stifle the reach and audience of anyone they choose. That would be why I, you know, I have the social media thousand people send it out there. The only person that sees it is my mom. Even though people are subscribed and liking, they're not getting it because eh, they don't want them to get it. Okay. Anyone who speaks the truth and seeks to destroy the narrative is being censored, shadow banned, and visibly filtered, meaning their message is not getting out there. And they've got all these tools. They're talking about how they've been doing that. They have been censoring free speech at will. It has already changed the outcome of our elections, and there is ample evidence to prove that. Okay, I'm not speculating here. This is not wild-eyed conspiracy. You can watch the full six hours of congressional testimony, or you can just check out the three hours of highlights uh, if you have any doubt about anything I just said. Or if you think anybody else has any doubt, point them to the torch report, the truth you can trust, not because I, I ask you to take my word for it, not because I expect you to agree with me on everything, but because I do this research to present the information that I'm learning with you so that you can develop your own informed perspective. But go through that testimony, look at the facts and the evidence that they've been colluding, they've been censoring, it's affected the elections, and that's been going on for years. Okay? It's funny though. Uh, because I'm not seeing much of this being discussed in the headlines, you know, uh, geez, you know, even in conservative circles, there, nobody's really talking about that. Hmm. I wonder why that might be. I wonder, geez, you know, instead of broadcasting the fact that the deep state has colluded with powerful tech companies to steal American elections and usurp the will of the people, Fox news, Fox news, woohoo, you know, go Fox. 
they're out there broadcasting, you know, these sensational murder headlines. There's all these sensational murder, murders everywhere. And they're putting those headlines next to the, the proud women who are fighting in Ukraine in solidarity with Ukraine. You know, these strong female fighters in Ukraine. Oh, man, that's what we need to be paying attention to. And, of course, you know, simultaneously they're tossing out their religious hook with uh, with headlines about the school districts trying to reject the hiring of teachers with Christian values and all this kind of it's worthless friends worthless crap but that's what passes for news these days and for a lot of people do not forget for a lot of people that's all they know they're not getting a lot of information they think uh, i'm a i'm a conservative so i'm going to tune into fox news and they and they hear about the sensational murders and the proud women fighting in solidarity with ukraine and 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 they're these religious you know uh <clears throat> Uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> what, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, what's that word? Oh, this religious discrimination, you know, how, how school districts are trying to uh, reject teachers with Christian values. It's all just meant to hook the mind, but it's worthless because that's not what's really going on. You know, but then even in this uh, in this free for all hellscape, <laughs> every once in a while, a mainstream journalist does accidentally slip up and, and they do accidentally you know, do some honest reporting. And that just happened here earlier in the week. Uh, NBC reporter happened to go to Crimea. They're going to go to get eyes on the ground to how the evil Russian tyrant is, is, is destroying and terrorizing eastern Ukraine. And this NBC reporter shocked the viewers. I'm sure it would even shock the Fox viewers by telling the truth. Okay, not only do the vast majority of citizens in Crimea consider themselves to be Russian after this NBC reporter is going around boots on the ground interviewing, they're all Russian. We like Russian. We side with Russia. Okay, the NBC reporter also said that it's absolutely unrealistic to think that the Ukrainian forces are ever, ever, ever going to be able to take out the Russian Navy's black feet fleet and all of the, uh, you know, the military equipment in Crimea. It's just not going to happen. There's no chance in hell. If you were to be on the ground and actually look at it, it ain't going to happen, especially given the fact that all these people claim to be Russian. They want to be Russian. OK, now contrast that with the fact that that Vladimir Zelensky, okay, he he's out there simultaneously vowing that. Ukraine is going to take Crimea back at all costs. No matter what, we're going to take you uh, Crimea back. You know, bullshit. It ain't going to happen. Not surprisingly, the NBC reporter who accidentally let the truth slip is now on a Ukrainian kill list. No joke. He's on a hit list, and I'm sure he's laying low at this point for speaking the truth. Uh, so the NBC reporter, you know, who spoke the truth on a kill list. Zelensky, he's completely unhinged, by the way. If you haven't realized this guy is a comedian uh, who's turned into a global sock puppet, that's what's going on. But now he's out there demanding more and more weapons. And as you know, as the Ukrainians put the U.S. reporter on a kill list, Zelensky is vowing that Americans are going to have to send their sons and daughters to war. I am not making that up. Zelensky says you and I, America, you know, we are going to have to send our sons and daughters to war to defeat the evil Russian tyrant. How effing ridiculous. Friends, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It's crazy. Uh, but there's more. Get this uh, rather lengthy headline. This is a single headline here. Biden regime confirms commitment to legally binding agreement, which will surrender U.S. pandemic authority to Chinese-backed World Health Organization for generations to come. <gasps> wow. You know, the Biden regimes, you know, 
committing to legally binding agreements with the CCP-backed WHO for generations to come. I mean, come on! What's a red-blooded American to do? Live free or die, my friends! Resist, we must, but for today, let's just go ahead and zoom out a little bit. Zoop! You know, way out. Because in a world where progress means releasing mass shooters back out on the streets without bail, that's happening in Seattle today, uh, when credit card companies are tracking the gun purchases of private citizens, that's happening. Another another card company signed up to do that this week. Now, when the president vows to disarm America, Americans, come hell or high water, that's words right out of Biden's mouth. Come hell or high water, we are going to disarm law-abiding Americans, strip them of their First and Second Amendment constitutional rights, okay? The U.S. government agencies have been weaponized against American people. We're seeing that play out in trial and uh, uh, congressional hearings right now. When all this is going on, we can know for certain that the end is near. The cultural revolution is nearly complete. That fundamental transformation, that incredible transition, it's nearly complete, friends. And this fundamental transformation, as you well know, has long been underway. But at this point, friends, at this point, we have to realize it's going to just run its course. So just take a deep breath. Sit with that for a bit. You know what? It's a runaway train, and there's really nothing you know we can do about it. We're not going to be any more effective at stopping this train than Pete Buttigieg is at being uh, Game Air Pete. I don't know. You know, I, I want you to. I want you to know there is no Calvary. I want you to know there's no political savior. There's no accountability. There's no justice. There's really no stopping it. And I say that, friends, I say that as an optimist. And please don't get me wrong here. There is always hope. We should still be civically engaged and politically active and do everything we can. Yes, there's always hope. Maybe, maybe the Republican Party will rally the American people and we'll have a national come-to-Jesus moment and witness a true Holy Ghost miracle. Maybe, maybe, but I doubt it. Uh, this week, friends, I've watched hours and hours of congressional hearings. It felt like it was important to try to get my finger on the pulse of perspective inside the Beltway. Uh, and what I witnessed, it was truly remarkable. You know, I witnessed progressives, liberals, passionately advocating for the government to do more to censor free speech. It's free speech, claim the liberals, that fuels hate and violence. It's free speech that was the reason there was a violent insurrection on J6. You know, the reason there was a violent Christian right-wing extreme, you know, extremist insurrection was because big tech didn't take their responsibility to protect the public Seriously enough, okay, big tech has a, and the government has a responsibility to protect the public from violence and hate. And now the Democrats are openly demanding that the government agencies and private companies who are already censoring free speech do even more. They need to do even more to clamp down and keep people safe from hate and disinformation. And they believe this is they believe this, friends, with just as much moral conviction as a Baptist believes in Jesus. Think about it. That is the problem. Now that censorship has become a moral imperative to keep people safe, and po powerful politicians are petitioning in the halls of Congress this very day for exactly that, more censorship to keep people safe. It's a moral imperative to keep people safe from misinformation and, and hate speech. Okay, When we see that happening, you got to know the walls are closing in. We are in the final stages. J6 was a violent insurrection. I heard it said over and over again in these congressional hearings. Never mind all the videos. 
of Capitol Police holding the doors open as peaceful patriots streamed into the halls of Congress. You can watch the video. I put the link there in the report today. You know, people died that day. It was a violent insurrection. You know, uh, people died because of all these violent, racist, right-wing, extremist, Christian insurrectionists, right? Wrong. You know, never mind the fact that the Capitol Police beat unarmed civilians to death, shot an unarmed woman at point-blank range, and have held political captives locked up in solitary confinement for 774 days without trial. Never mind that, friends. Justice? Ha! Justice. The liberals laugh in the face of justice. The Supreme Court is painfully silent, despite the fact they're being called out for their complete and utter dereliction of duty. Now, the irony of this right now, friends, I notice the time. Thanks for staying with me here. I want to I drill down on justice for just a second because uh, Mike Flynn, you know, you know, former national security advisor to Trump, you know, decorated um, three-star general, he, great guy, Mike Flynn. He's calling out the Supreme Court for their failure to uphold the rule of law. The irony, of course, is that right now the leftists are also attacking the Supreme Court for, quote, rejecting the rule of law. But in the in the twisted minds of the liberals, it's because the court has not been protecting their ideological fantasies about abortion. Okay, and when I saw that out there, it reminded me that in the U.S. today, there are hundreds of liberal groups out there howling for the United Nations to intervene. Okay, liberals are are asking for the United Nations to intervene in the United States in the Supreme Court decisions because they say that that the SCOTUS decision to reverse Roe v. Wade violates international human rights. I kid you not. Here's how they're selling it. Okay. Quote, this is coming straight from Vox.com, okay? Quote, almost 200 human rights organizations from around the world on Thursday urged the United Nations to intervene to protect reproductive rights in the United States, accusing the country of violating international human rights laws, period, and pause. Okay, 200 organizations around the world, you know, begging the UN to intervene to protect reproductive rights in the U.S. That's happening because of it's a violation of international human rights laws. Continuing on, a coalition of 196 signatories, including Human Rights Watch, Amnesty International, and the Global Justice Center, sent a letter to the U.N. on Thursday saying people residing in the U.S. who can become pregnant are facing a human rights crisis after the overturn of Roe v. Wade last year, period. End quote. Now... Isn't it odd, friends, that there aren't hundreds of groups of Americans protesting the medical tyranny, the stolen election, the rampant political corruption that is plaguing our nation? Isn't that interesting to you? You know, conservatives are content to hold hearings for the next two years, by the way. When I was listening in, one of the one of the senators said, well, we're going to be doing these hearings for like the next two years, at least until the next election cycle, which means to say nothing's actually going to happen. Okay, conservatives are content to hold hearings wherein exactly no one was going to be held accountable while progressives are out there riding in the streets, ripping our country apart and petitioning their global overlords for protection from the antiquated, the antiquated constitutional laws that restrict the progressive agenda. I, it's it's ah, mind-boggling, friends. Just as a reminder, back in January, Torch Report 277, chaos prevails when justice fails. I shared a map from the Carnegie uh, 
Endowment for International Peace. Anyway, it was it was talking about there being riots in America because of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Okay, that was in January. Now we see this petition on Thursday. Same thing. Isn't it interesting how it aligns up? From one angle, friends, it does seem like everything is marching along just fine. We are on the Great Reset. Obviously, everything is going according to plan. The controlled demolition of America is nearly complete. Maybe it's time to prepare yourself for the final phases of this destruction. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe just go vote for Trump. You know, vote for Trump. Trump's going to do it. I'm sure he can save us. You know, even though the turncoat, that turncoat Mike Pence seems to think that different times call for different leadership. So even Mike Pence isn't going to support Trump. I'm sure if, if you vote for Trump and I vote for Trump, then he can save us all, friends. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe I'm being a little bit facetious, but please feel free to speak freely while you still can, friends. In my mind. Your opinion adds some flavor to this free-for-all hellscape we call free speech. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website and click that little heart. Or it could be on your phone in the app. Click the heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. Don't forget you can support this publication by joining the Patriot Club to gain access to all the archives, behind-the-scenes footage, and, you know, videos of your favorite fuzzy peasants. And then, of course, friends, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with someone. Share it with everyone. You know, share share it with any. Anyone. Share it with everyone you know. Friends, get out there and embrace this fantastic Friday. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.